And away we go. Episode, yes, 439, 439, No Laugh Track Podcast. I am just Justin Severson. That's my name, still my name. The host here at Acme Comedy Company, Minneapolis, Minnesota. I am with Tommy Ryman, who, Tommy, I look back, say something. Hello. Yay! I, we haven't done this since 2017. Has it been that long? Yes. What happened? I, I, well, I Did we do one and it got destroyed or something? Maybe. I swear I it hasn't feel been like, that long. Yeah, I feel like there would be there would be a 2019 one somewhere in there, 2018. Yeah, so I'm not sure. Uh, I don't I don't know. The app is letting me down because I don't see anything that exists yeah. between now and 2017, but that just means more reason that this is so special yeah. and people should be listening. And that was actually, that was also Thanksgiving week. Yeah, that, it's, I'm back that Thanksgiving year. again. So lucky you. Yeah, maybe maybe there was one in between where I was using a different stage name or something that I switched to. But oh, that's I, right. You, uh, yeah, like Johnny Thunder. When you were doing or, the, you were doing that musical act. Thing yeah, you yeah, because I did the guitar thing for a while, and then uh, <laughs> I was kind of trying, you know, just branching out. And then Lewis was like, "Let's stick, keep with what you had originally." So, so. I'm gonna hop in right there and say that I listened to. Uh, the most recent episode of the podcast you do now, which I'm, we're going to get into. I also listened to you on uh, Middle of Somewhere with Cy and oh, Chad yeah. Daniels. And I don't know which show this came from, but you said, oh, no, it was the one with Chad and Cy. And you said that you had a, uh, you would, you were telling a story about going to some musical, w- Wicked, possibly? Was that yeah, right? when Megan and I, we went to London. Yeah, right we saw bef- Wicked. Uh, in the, yeah, 2019, we saw Wicked. And you said something about, well, we went because both of us have a musical background, musical theater background. Yeah, well, we're both theater majors. So you from okay, the both University theater of Minnesota. Majors. I did more musical theater than Megan, probably. Uh, but I've walked away from all of that since. Uh, but so don't don't think when you come to the show that I'm going to bust into any songs because <laughs> it's as far out of my my life now. But at one point, oh, there I, was singing. I in, was in Tommy Ryman's career future yeah, present. Joseph, Char- I was Charlie Brown and Good Man Charlie Brown. At what age? Uh, that would have been high, senior, junior, senior year of high school. Okay. So Charlie Brown was community. In my senior year of high school, I was Seymour Krellborn in Little Shop of Horrors. That's uh, kind of when I peaked. Obviously. And then- uh, When you peaked. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> when I did, yeah, I did a bunch of other. Oliver I was in when I was little. Oh. I was not Oliver. I was not a good- I was like an orphan. Just the, like- Artful orphan. Dodger? No, not Fagan? even. I I was like orphan number twelve. I don't think I had a lot. I was sixth grade, uh, you know. So I did my best. I, yeah, I was not a good. I don't know how I became a theater manager because like the other role I had that my first time doing plays, they did Alice in Wonderland, and my sister and I were actually going to the same school, so she was one of the seven Alice's because they divided it up, so more kids would have opportunities. So there's oh my yeah, there was literally seven Alice's. What, giving everybody a chance? Yes. <laughs> anyway. And then I was a pawn because there was like a chess piece. So sure, I, sure, that's sure. That's what I, that was my acting debut was pawn on it. No lines, just a red pawn. So I think I wore sweatpants and uh, knocked it out of the park. Heck yeah. <laughs> I was a pawn, no lines. No lines, no yeah. No lines. That was what they, that's what the most like acting coaches were like, hey, if you could just sit there, not talk, like it, that's really what. That's when you shine, well, Tommy. <laughs> that's right. So then, but then at some point you bailed on that. You bailed on this musical uh, theater career and became a comedian. Yeah, I got into stand up right at, was I was graduating the U. 
Because I did, I the reason I did stand up, I might have talked about this before, but I did. Uh, yeah, I'm not remembering it, so yeah, yeah quickly. Uh, I I was taking this career prep class at the University of Minnesota, where you had to memorize a monologue each time. And then one time, I was listening to Mitch Hedberg a ton. Like he he was the first comic I super got into, had all sure. this stuff memorized. Yeah. And I asked her if I could do a stand up set instead of a uh, a monologue. She said yes, and that went pretty well. And then the next week, I was did my first uh, mic here. I think January third. 2005 was the first time I ever set foot on stage at Acme. And how many Mitch Hedberg jokes did you do that night? I didn't do any Mitch Hedberg jokes. I did jokes <laughs> in the voice of Mitch Hedberg that I wrote. Yo, were they really? I yeah. Well, that's how I learned the cadence. So like one of my first uh, jokes was like, I don't care when adults, or I think it's funny when adults get braces because it's kind of like they they don't care what anybody thinks, but they kind of do because they cause you get bra- you get it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So and then I basically said it in the style of Mitch and then a, a local comic after I've been going up for a while, he goes, Hey man, we already got one of him. You're going to have to find your oh, no! voice. Like, no. Yeah. yeah. He's, he's, like, he's doing pretty well. So uh, <laughs> <laughs> he might not want to, uh, that wasn't Mitch Hedberg. But like, we, we already got one of me. No, no, no. No. <laughs> he, but, but yeah, I got to see him live right before I did stand up. And then, and then sadly, no longer with us. Yeah, yeah. No, a legend, an yeah. absolute legend, all over, including Minnesota, obviously. Yeah, that's one of my favorite things, though, of going on the road and doing it so long. Like, is meeting people that have amazing Mitch stories. Like Kermit Apio has. Like, oh yeah. Fun, so I'm sure they people may have talked about yes. it, but and I know Chad opened for Chad Daniels opened for for a while, so I'm very jealous. But it's fun to like hear all these stories later oh but how about the tommy ryman stories when people show up back here with all the tommy ryman stories <laughs> right so like road. i worked with tommy uh he ripped his cardigan off it got crazy <laughs> and he said he wasn't going to do musical theater but he did he did two hours of <laughs> musical theater and did not do his act at all uh it was uh, yeah those are those are the stories those, yeah. the wild oh there's we got hours of that stuff we yeah. just haven't released it yet yeah no it'll come <laughs> we're sitting on it yeah the acme acme true hollywood documentary of the career of tommy ryman absolutely so uh not only i mean it's not just a normal week here for you at acme you're also doing some recording correct I am i'm recording my third album uh with uh, a new label ghost runner records which i'm excited uh, to do, oh, I've and, never heard of them. Yeah, they're a new they're a new label. They've got uh, they're started by uh, uh, comedians Tony Deo and Andy Hendrickson. Uh, see, the, and Andy Hendrickson was here at Crash and Burn. A yeah, while I'm like ago. I know who that is. Yeah, oh. and so they've got. They, I think they have Joe Zimmerman on it. I think Mary Mack might be doing one. So they were there. It's a it's a fresh start. I'm, I'm the ground floor ground floor of this record label. Okay, we'll see what happens. Nice. So, well, that's cool. Yeah, but I'm excited to have another album. Did you record the other two here? Yeah, I've done all my albums here. So it's it's the uh, it's the I just bag Lewis. I'm like, come on, man, I'm doing <laughs> enough. He's like, ah, I'll take Thanksgiving anything, <laughs> yeah. anything. So it is Thanksgiving week, and uh, some people liked when COVID was peaking around this time, and you know, in the past, where uh, we're staying home. Sorry, holidays canceled. Right. How are you in that? Are you like, I love holidays, getting together with people. Uh, I know we talked briefly. You said that you were looks like you're doing a little hosting tomorrow. Yeah, we're hosting. How much do you look forward to that? Uh, it, it's anxiety, but I'm excited because we we used to host when we lived here, and then didn't host, and now we're back. And then last year there was no, we didn't do Thanksgiving. Yeah, or, or we did it at our house, but no, not with everybody here. So we got nine people. 
people are vaxxed. We got, I got tested the other day, negative tests. So a lot of more protocols you go through, I guess, to go hang out with your father-in-law. But uh, it should be <laughs> worth it, I guess. So just... That's not how you were introduced <laughs> the first time you met him? No. You, by you by your, uh, this girlfriend of the uh, – this is Tommy. We've been dating. He's been tested. Yeah, fixed. yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> And we got COVID tests just to verify, uh, just to to say what what we got tested for this week. Oh, okay. There wasn't. We weren't er, just like, to confirm. Yeah, we just throw normal Thanksgivings. <laughs> There's nothing weird. Nobody's <laughs> just uh, just STDs, pregnancy tests, uh, all the different <laughs> drug tests. Get them all done. That's right. You show them all at the door. <laughs> yeah. Gra- this year, Grandma's checking the STD tests. Yeah. <laughs> Positive or negative. <clears throat> I was in a neighborhood yesterday that was doing the uh, rapid tests, uh, like you know, probably maybe somewhere where you went, where they do it. Did you just roll the window down and they stuck the thing in your nose? No, I went to the airport one, uh, and you park, you walk in, and then we spit in the tube. I've never done the nose okay. one for because I've been tested multiple times, and we, we always do the spit one. And I usually am with Megan, so we we always. Uh, we have a contest of who can fill it faster. I win all the time. I am such a good, better spitter than my so wife. So grossed out. Dude, the trick is you just think of food, and you'll start, and she still hasn't learned that. Have you told her your trick? Yeah, well, nah, I don't know, because I don't want to, I want to win. So That's what this, I mean. This she could catch on now, <laughs> the next time. But yeah, you just think of good food, and then, and then you get in there. The one I drove past yesterday was incredibly busy, and yeah. I thought, why is it, oh, Everybody's going to visit their aunts and uncles and grandmas tomorrow or this yeah. week, and yeah, they're going to wait and get they're getting tested beforehand. Taking Very responsible of everyone. It's it's good to see. Yeah, absolutely. I uh, that reminded me of a question that I asked somebody a few months ago on the podcast. Uh, I w- it was based on some. I was looking at like part time jobs that were available locally. This was back in October, and it was they both paid the same amount. It was about fifteen bucks an hour. Okay. One job was to be work at those. Uh, you know, like the Halloween haunted hayride, as a zombie, yes. where people on the hayride shoot paintballs at you. What? So for fifteen bucks an hour, you are a zombie all night, or fifteen bucks an hour to collect spit from people at the COVID tests. Both of those jobs are being offered in October for about the same uh, salary. Wow. Which one would you choose? Um, I don't know. I mean, I like that zombie paintball thing, but I'm just getting shot at. I don't get to. Do any there's no paintball. you're running hiding yeah there's i mean no, yeah you're not shooting back zombies and there, don't have guns tommy there's no way i could dress up as a zombie at the at the spit collecting place either they don't the pay t- extra but you could i suppose is there so i'm allowed to be a th- I, yeah i mean i i think i'm gonna go with the haunted hayride uh-huh. unless I, I was allowed to dress up and make the the testing more fun okay and then I would like to give the results right there, like, and then usually, like the, the what's the show where like you are not the father, oh, like, it like just, Mari. Povich? I would, yeah, I would like to make more production because they just send you an email, and I go, that's we can do better, and let's right. make, let's add some pizzazz. I want people devastated when they find out they can't go back to their family for Thanksgiving. You are uh, not going to grandma's tomorrow, yeah. <laughs> right? You are positive, and they just you they're are. just swept away. <laughs> like what? What happens? To, I thought we just quarantined. Like no, they're gone now. Yeah. I love that so much. <laughs> I have another question to get into. Uh, you know, what would Tommy do on my drive over here? I drove past someone on the highway. Which means they were driving very slow if I went past them, by the way. <laughs> uh, I, I glance over, finger way up his, this guy's nose. Oh. When that happens to you, 
do you look away right away because you're like horrified and embarrassed for them or do you keep looking to see where this is going to go i mean i mean i just i i have the finger up there and i just look directly at or no this is from me <laughs> this is from me seeing be- somebody <laughs> oh i see it. yeah uh <laughs> no, I would stare. I stare at weird things. If stare? people are doing weird things in the car, I'd be like, "What do you got? What are you doing up there? You getting treasure? Nice." <laughs> that wasn't that a Seinfeld episode where was they it? saw the 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 picker. I think it. I, th- I feel like Seinfeld covers everything. Oh. Yeah, oh my yeah there's, I didn't see that, but the, the I probably no, did years ago. Yeah, there That's was probably the, where I got, got that from. Because there was he was scratching his nose. Oh, it wasn't a scratch. It was an itch. It was, I saw that. It was one. an itch. Like, I oh, saw not that a one. Pit. Yeah, that, yeah, that's right. That's right. So I didn't get a chance to go. Are you? <laughs> well, yeah. Oh, false alarm. Fal- yeah, false alarm. False alarm. So I know from uh, well our brief conversation and uh, following you on social media, etc., that you recently. Probably around the time that I was reading the that question about um, the fifteen dollar an hour jobs the first time is that you were recording your second dry bar. I did. I uh, about a month ago or so, I flew out and did another special with Dry Bar. Uh, so it's kind of fun. I got the Dry Bar special and then the album because Dry Bar specials now are only twenty minutes, so it's a your shorter. Your first one was how long? F- forty minutes. It was 40, yeah. like full special. So this one they're doing shorter ones, so it'll be kind of fun to have that. But I don't even know the release date. It's going to be sometime spring. They told me they they have so many now that they're they're churning out. So it, it was some fun stuff, and then hopefully that'll uh, if if I get more fans from that, I can bring them back to the that new album that came out. And with the amount of time I'm technically ready, I could do another dry bar if I want to for time wise because the album will be. 50 minutes and only half of it will be on the special. Oh, yeah. yeah. So it's going to be really confusing for my fans when they're like, what is, what, how much is, what is, what's on what? And then I just, just watch it all. Just give as much money as possible. That's right. Just download all my content and uh, join right. my Patreon, whatever yes. you do. There you go. <laughs> so, <laughs> smash that like button, you know, like, do you like <laughs> so much of that? It's crazy. Oh, content, bro. You got to have content, bro. So much content. I'm on the TikToks. I'm on the, I got, I'd do it all. Do it all, Justin. Uh, when we talked, we went so when we went to a ball game earlier this year. Yeah. You, me, uh, Michael Palasek, Michael Palasek, uh, Tom, your friend Tom, yep. was there as well. Tom, Tom, yeah, the other Tom. I just saw Palasek. He picked me up. He was randomly in town this last weekend. He goes, "Hey man, you want to open for me at this college?" So I was like, "Sure." So we just drove three and a half hours up past like Superior, oh, no Wisconsin, kidding. and did a Northland College. It was a blast. Oh, and then awesome. Had dinner and then he had to fly out the next day, so we drove back that night. But it was a good. It was like a surprise palisac. Oh, that's uh, awesome! Uh, I I, we co- should have come grabbed you. Oh. Uh, come on, I'm still on I the. Know, uh, I, I'm still on the text chain. Let's go. I, I don't know what happened. Um, so uh, something when he was here last time, I found out that when he was younger, he his parents would not let him watch The Simpsons. I could see that because he did have a more conservative background. I'm similar though because I didn't have a TV growing up, so I didn't. When The Simpsons were first out, I didn't have a TV until my parents. Divorce, and my mom got a TV. So then I, I didn't see The Simpsons until I was like 12 or 13, where it had been out since I was like 8 or something. How? So back then, like the huge thing was, I mean, I, like when I was in elementary school, you would go back, you know, on, you know, Monday, let's say. Yep. And then you talk about the things you probably watched on TV or the night after whatever show was on Tuesday, you'd go back once. Did you see blah, yeah. blah, blah? Yeah, yeah. 
I just would stare at a wall and oh, be no. confused. And I was, or I'd try to lie, be like, "Oh yeah, that that Bort Simpson, that sounds great." Like Bort, what is this guy? <laughs> lying. He didn't see it. He didn't see the episode. No. Uh, but I would go over to friends' house sometimes, and so I I got to see TV, but it was never at our our house. When your parents uh, split, who did you think was going to get? The, were you like, "All right, finally." Finally, mom or dad is going to get the TV that I was hoping for. Yeah. Well, it was weird. Like, it, I was excited, and we got cable, too. Uh, but we, they had, there was a TV downstairs, and then she put a TV for up on my sister because she wanted to watch all her shows. That she goes, she, she put, like, the tiniest TV up in this tiny, basically a closet that was like, that's you and you and Annie battle it out. What are you going to watch on that? But, yeah, I was excited and uh, and probably – when you take things away from kids and then they get it, they oh, I feel like we should have had TV the whole time because I like I went hard, like I was <laughs> yeah, I like, I'm gonna watch all the TV. I bet you did all the time. <laughs> and uh, oh, my sister and I, we would get in huge fights. I was though. gonna say, how did you uh, how how did that work out? I, I she usually won. Uh, you were watching uh, My Little Ponies more than you wanted, or well, I want to watch. I was little, like or more cartoons still. I think because I must have been. They were divorced at. I feel like I started eight or nine, okay. maybe. I am I getting the time off? But she, she always wanted to watch like like fifteen or like teen girl shows, and I oh, wanted to sure. watch more cartoons. And then one time we were in an intense fight, and she threw a remote at my head, uh, and it just smashed against the wall. And I was like, whoa! <laughs> like, so we got in some some good fights. That could have ruined things for both of you. If I if I, it hit my face. Next thing you know, mom's taking the remote away. Like, fine, yeah. you guys can't handle it. Now we won't have one. Well, well yeah, and then we're now we're at, sitting at the TV, just trying to channel surf through each button. Uh, Plus, yeah. it did smash against the wall. But I think we just put the batteries back in. For the record, I, that was my job at my house. We, my parents were like, "All right, we'll get cable, but we're not paying the three dollars for a remote or six or something." Oh. And I'm not kidding. We had it on one te- television in the living room, and no remote. So, so you, I would have to like I basically lay down on the floor next to the TV kind of and then would reach up and hit the buttons like yeah. plus minus. I got so I like memorized all of them. Like so you, you know. could get it pretty good. Like but then <laughs> then you're unless you're going in between shows, at least you you do it and then you could sit and enjoy it. Yes. So because then there's there's kids that I've heard that if they didn't have cable, they were the rabbit ears. So they're like, all right, you go hold that tinfoil yeah, right. and hold the antenna and then and they just stay there because that's how we're gonna get the best. Uh, uh, oh yeah. The uh, there was a, an advantage to being in that spot by the television. That's where the heat vent was. See you. So there you it was go. sort of like your own little kind of cocoon up right there and be nice and warm. Nice. It wasn't so bad. Watching some Bugs Bunny, it wasn't too bad. Um, so uh, another thing that you and, guy, you and I have talked about in the past that is that you had once had a job at Barnes & Noble, correct? Yeah. Yes. So I brought a book in today. That I we already talked about it briefly before we started recording it, but I want to ask you about something that really has nothing to do with the top of this book topic of this book whatsoever. For the record, I have the book Judy Carter's Stand Up Comedy: The Book. The book. How to tell if you're funny? Take the funny test. Okay. Ooh, and then a lot of other stuff. But when I first got this uh, today, as a matter of fact, it arrived it arrived from Amazon. I uh, was looking to see what year it was printed. I saw 1989, and right above that, I was like, "What is this? I want to know if you've heard this before." If you purchase this book without a cover, you should be aware that this book is stolen property. It was reported as unsold and destroyed to the publisher, and neither the author nor the publisher has received any payment for this stripped book. Yeah. Have I, you ever heard of a stripped book? I do. I know I know that is a that is a book lingo, and usually it's a mass market 
thing that you do. So that looks like a trade paperback book. So I'm, I'm surprised that, that that's a strip book. I don't know why. Were you putting it down by saying but, that? What does that mean? No, they're just there's like hardcover, trade paper, you, and mass markets are like kind of like your romance novels or those you, you, the books you see like at the line at the grocery store. Like okay. those, just the paper, small paperback. Gotcha, gotcha. Okay, okay. And so if they don't sell, instead of sending the whole book back, it was more cost effective. You'd rip the cover off and then you send the covers to the publisher and then they would credit the bookstore. So technically, and then you had to destroy, you'd put them, all the ripped up covers or they would give them away to the staff. Uh but, I never would have guessed that's... Yeah, that's a little... That's really uh, interesting. It's a lingo. So if they still do it, uh, you could, if you go... Uh, dig through a dumpster, you might be able to find a bunch of coverless books, and uh, and the, but don't, don't clearly don't sell the uh, the stand up comedy book. Don't you dare try to resell it. Years of prison. I would assume it's you, it is a some type of crime. It's very similar to that mattress tag thing. Yeah, right. Yeah, uh, on that level. Wow, who knew? So, did you ever have that job when you worked at? Were they still doing that when you worked at Barnes yeah. and Noble, ripping yeah. covers off, and you yeah. had a just mass collection of? Yeah, I would books d- that you guys tossed or I assume recycled it, somehow. But. Yeah, I think I think they went into the paper recycling. No uh, kidding or something. But yeah, I did. I did was assigned that. It would, usually, the receiver would do that. So sometimes I would go back and receiving, and then I I there was not much I didn't do at Barnes and Noble because I worked there forever. But they didn't. I didn't work in the cafes. I worked <laughs> in the music department. I worked in the receiving. I worked cashier. But they did not let me make hot drinks. They're like, this is too dangerous. <laughs> He's got bad eyes. <laughs> like, don't let Tommy run food. Keep him away. Keep him away from all heating elements. Right. Yes. So uh, I let's go now. We should talk about the podcast that you're doing now. Yes, I I did. I got. I've got one. You got one. I got a podcast. Congrats. It's uh It's called a little tomfoolery. I do it with another comedian, Rob Little. That I've known for years. Uh, he used to, he was kind of the first one of the first comedians to bring me on the road, uh, so I featured for him. Uh, he he w- or got married. My wife and I. He got ordained and, and officiated the wedding, so he's a good buddy. Comedians then, only get married by other comedians. Yeah, but we started a we started a pandemic podcast. We jumped on the train because we learned about Zoom because he lives in Florida. We're like, oh, we can do this. Yeah. From, from not we don't have to be in the same room. And it's been a lot of fun, but again, I appreciate like I'm so much more impressed with you because there's you got to do prep, yeah. You got to think about things, that, you know that there's it's not just just not you're not just chatting, having a good time, and we <laughs> have like right. themes and stuff and uh-huh. segments. So, uh, but yeah, we're on like uh, episode 31 or 32, and it's been fun. It's and you're doing time. some you have video along with that. Yeah, it's up on YouTube. It's hard to get people to subscribe to the YouTube page sure. uh-huh. because most people are listening on Apple Podcast, but because you need to hit a certain number of subscribers to monetize. And so, I mean, if anyone's listening, if they if you're not subscribed to the No Laugh Track, go to Little Tom Foolery. Subscribe to all of us. Yes, so, please. Because we have uh, I have Legos to buy. You know, there's things I need to. Yeah, spend. I mean. When you get around the the family around the holidays, whether it's Thanksgiving, Christmas, and you know any New Year's, whatever you're going to get together with people, and you know inevitably the conversation comes up about your favorite comedy podcast. Yeah, just don't forget to mention these two. Yeah, that's all I'm asking. Exactly. Yeah, that's all we need. Yeah, I think that's simple enough. So, uh, I let's see, what did I hear on the po- most recent? I listened to the most recent one of uh, a little Tom Foolery. Um, what did I hear about that? I heard. Uh, about you guys were talking about your plans for what some shows coming up. 
Uh, you just mentioned Legos, and I did it or Lego. Yeah. Plural, so you remember from the, and one of the other podcasts where I... And I, uh, I did a little news search of Lego. I'm like, oh, what's the hot topic going on right now? And what I need to know, because I saw, and I think I heard on a show that you went, and well, I know that you waited in line to get a, was it Harry Potter something? Yep. The newest one I got was the Lego Home Alone house. Oh, Home Alone, pardon me. Yeah. And that thing looks incredible. Yeah, it's big. It's going to be a Christmas uh, decoration for our house, and I'm excited. And I, I talked about it on Science Chats podcast about the time I waited in line for a Lego Millennium Falcon. Yes. So this is similar, uh, as as by similar I mean it, in line was just a bunch of men in their thirties again, uh, <laughs> at the Mall of America. But, so I, so in my new search, I noticed I saw. I, I, do you have money set aside for the new one that's coming out? The AT AT. The AT AT, the huge one. I have not. We're now we're calling it AT AT. Is AT AT or yeah? Sorry, I'm not. Whoa, whoa. Brandon, what do you know about Star Wars? Is it AT-AT or AT-AT? I go AT-AT. I go AT-AT. Yeah, sorry. I just said the the words wrong. Uh, can we edit this out? I just don't But of course lose. there's an A-T-S-T. Yeah. And you wouldn't be like, oh, did you get the at st Yeah. So. But uh, yeah, the AT-AT. Can we edit this out? Yeah, just, uh, I don't know what happened. I must have had a small stroke or something. <laughs> uh, it's, just, it's a lot of stress. Uh, and I said Legos plural. Like I, I've I've offended so many nerds I mean, right now, but I moved on. I gained weight during the pandemic. You know what? I'm cool now, so I can <laughs> I can say Star Wars names wrong. Darth Vooter. I don't care. I don't care about you losers. Star Trek. <laughs> yeah, Star Star what? Who cares? Uh, don't care about space. <clears throat> so anyway, the A T S. The at <laughs> at, at, at Yeah, the at. I saw that that's another one that is uh, very expensive. Yeah, it's like 800 bucks. 800, $800 yeah. for a new Lego playset. Yeah, I don't. I think I'm going to pass on that one. Why? Uh, just space-wise, and there's the Titanic is what I would rather get. They released the Lego Titanic, which looks super rad. Uh, but also Megan and I are talking about kids, so maybe I have to sell all the Lego and worry about raising a child, I guess, if that happens. But So I, I, I literally wrote that down as one of my things here. It says, would you let a child into your Lego room? Uh, have you or would you? Well, I wouldn't a little one because it's they're small, like for, just for safety reasons. Like, oh, the choking hazard. Yeah. So, but certain sets I would love. Like, I'm excited if if we have kids to like play Lego with them because like when they're at the right age. But, but I had a a buddy of mine came over to my house once with his two. I think they were like three, three year old and like a six year old, and I had like little Ninja Turtle Legos. This is that, prime messing with things age. Yeah, and so they see they just saw a room full of toys. And then mm -hmm. Jamie was like, oh, you can't, don't. And they were confused because they were like, no, we every room full of toys. And then he goes, well, this is an old weird guy, old man, so you can't, you're not supposed to. And so I go, oh, no, they can play. Like I was like, you know, they grabbed the Ninja Turtle thing. And then like maybe within eight minutes, it was just like <laughs> just destroyed. Yes. And my buddy Jamie was like, oh, I'm so sorry. I'm so, and I was like, it's like, I was like, that's part of the fun is you build it. And I'm also old so i shouldn't if i got upset at this that's weird that's something wrong with me if i just raged at your kids like what why why did you rip apart my ninja turtle van ah. now so, i'm gonna get out the manual and you have to put it back together yeah, before yeah. you leave just kick us get him out get him out of my house <laughs> i don't care that we haven't had dinner yet this is unacceptable you need to teach your kids that they can't take apart legos and use their imaginations it's disgusting I don't want to go to I don't want to go to Tommy's house. <laughs> Toys are for looking, not touching. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> They're all behind those cases. <laughs> oh, 
<laughs> do you uh i mean black friday's coming up do you have is there, if you keep an eye on a black friday deal for for lego to no is that I, a thing i i think i looked on like online they have they have some promos and stuff but nothing i probably not gonna do that so like uh comedian uh matthew broussard one of his hobbies is he's into making stuff with clay Okay. So much so that he has managed to get like an like he gets free clay. Clay, Sculpey, I think is the brand, or I don't know. Don't you just go to like a riverbed? Isn't <laughs> it all there? I thought it was, you just find clay. You gotta buy clay. <laughs> what a I'm glad he's getting free clay. <laughs> you can't get every color just by digging. Oh, got uh, it. <clears throat> you seem like not only do they have a TV show that now has done two seasons called Lego Masters. Yeah. That. Brings in, I mean, of course, it has Will Arnett as the host that has done every commercial and TV show. But the contestants are real Lego nerds. Yeah. And I say that with love, right? You are a talented, funny comedian who loves Lego. Are you not tailor-made to be on the show? I, I think all you need is a partner. Because everyone on the show, you don't go alone. You have a partner. Have you chosen a partner? And why aren't you on that show yet? See, that's smart. The reason I'm not on that show is because those are, I'm so, get the instructions, build it. If you just hand me a bunch of Legos and go, hey, design something amazing, I will build you a basic house. And I, like, I have no, like, engineering skills like them. Because they can just sew out of the box. So if you give me instructions, I'll go to town. But for me, it'll look like garbage. Like, they'll be like, oh, cool. This five-year-old made a Lego. Like, you're going to. I would be the first off. Like so basically if I was on it, I would have to find like a really Lego engineer person and then just be like, I'm gonna say funny, goofy stuff. Well, and you tell me what to do. <laughs> and then uh, and then we'll probably get voted out pretty fast. Uh, but Well, I don't know. I mean I've seen the I watch all of season one and parts of season two. Uh there's there you could be that that's a role you could have. Where yeah. the one is the you know, but you're the one that's rushing back to get that we need we need fifty, you know, hexagonal yeah. purple blocks immediately. See, Megan might be a good partner because when I build Lego, she'll I'll have it at the table and then she'll just start grabbing it and put start putting it together. And that's hard for me because I'm like I need I might need that don't you know? And then she's like, well, I'm bored. I, I want And I was like, well, you can't. So there's so she she might be better at actually coming up with the creative stuff. But uh, yeah, I wish I was. I've seen I've. I like watch YouTube shows, so I see people that create these amazing mocks. People make like castles and Lord of the Rings stuff. Like, oh it's, yeah, it's incredible what they can build. And that show, the Lego Master show, is super funny. And Will, Ar- I would love to host it. I would love Will Arnett's job. Actually. Yeah, wouldn't that be fun? Yeah, yeah. That- but I think he's, I think he's good. I don't think they're gonna let him go anytime soon. But if you know anything, <sighs> let him be like. And, I'll and, announce it. I'll announce it right here. Yeah. No, no, no doubt about it. Absolutely no doubt about it. Did you see that? Um, are you a big Pee Wee Herman, Pee Wee's Big Adventure? I movie? D- yeah, I do like the movies. What is is there news on Pee Wee? Uh, the guy that played Amazing Larry just died this week. Do you remember the role Amazing Larry? I think so. The 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 uh, he's the magician. Okay, yeah. That's and, the, sad. and then they bring in, and then there's the scene where they have everybody, and they're asking about you know they're, they're trying to figure out where his bike is, and then there's the famous line. Is this something you'd like to share with us, Amazing Larry? Oh, yeah, yeah. I just read on Paul Rubens, Pee Wee Herman's Instagram that that line was going to be left out uh, because the, you know, Tim Burton or whoever thought it didn't fit, it didn't make sense, like it was out of context. Yeah. And he was like, that's why it works, because it doesn't make sense. Yeah, yeah. And I don't know, it's one of my favorite lines from that movie. I like that. Rest nice. in peace, Amazing Larry. Yeah. And he never shared it with us. No. As it turns out. <laughs> 
he never shared it with us. So uh, for the shows this week at Acme, uh, after the shows, are you are you are you going out for pictures? Are you selling? Do you have merch? Do you have uh, the old CDs? I do you have a Tommy Ryman poster? Are there posters? You've had posters in the past. I do. Uh, we have like podcast posters, and I have a card now of like all my info. That's usually what I give out because so many people just download and stream albums and stuff. Sure. Uh, so I don't know what I'll be, and I won't really pitch it because I'm going to just be recording the hour, so I don't want to interrupt it and be like, here's my merch sale. That's how they got to edit out. <laughs> uh, but I'll probably be out there saying hello. I'm boosted, just uh, got so, and, and I tested negative for all the diseases. You so, got the booster already? So, yeah, yeah. I got it uh, about a week ago. So Well, okay. Were there any side effects? No, I was like I got a sore arm and then but I did drink heavily the night I got it because uh, I, th- I I misread the doctor because I think they were like, yeah, drink juice and water and I was like, so party tonight and we're good and that so in the morning I was like, ooh, but I really wanted to weaken that immune system so it really gets extra strong. Oh yeah I thought I thought I you know it was again it was kind of that Facebook medical science where I was just kind of using my gut to be like this is probably the best <laughs> thing to do. When you're gonna get a booster vaccine is yep. to have three beers. I like how I'm like, yeah, I got wild, and it was three beers. <laughs> <laughs> Other people are gonna be like, ooh, three beers over like six hours. Uh, nice dinner. It was a huge, so, huge meal. Yeah, not gonna lie. Woke up the next day, had to take two Advil, and I was perfectly fine. <laughs> Twelve hours of sleep. <laughs> yeah, didn't feel a thing. Sore. Right. Sore. <laughs> That's so fantastic. Uh, let me see. Let me go through my. Uh, so we do dry bar. Uh, we got the the album we're recording this week. Um, anything else we should be mentioning? The podcast. Yeah, a little time foolery. And if you have any questions, you can always visit my website at timeyrama.com. That has my shows. Oh, I was and gonna, yes, and I was going to say that. Uh, Actually, I never finished the thought. So when we were at that baseball game with uh, Palisac and everybody, I think you and I were talking about that you had a clip or some clips that were like people were doing on TikTok and stuff. Oh yeah, right. Yeah, people have lip synced a bunch of my bits on TikTok. Uh, so one of them has like six thousand different people did my uh, getting pulled over story, uh, which was crazy to see. So there's people dressed as like, like it's just weird. It's all different types of people that were. So that was cool. And then I have TikToks that are. Because I tried to lip sync it myself because I wrote the joke. So I was like, well, this is going to be amazing. And I couldn't do it. I was like, I can't. I missed the time. Was all mis- it was the saddest Are thing. You did you post it? I know. I, I was like, I don't want to do this. Why would <laughs> no, I lip sync? I no. wrote it. So it's more <laughs> cool than other. So I post. Sometimes I'll post if somebody did it. Like like I have a joke about dogs that somebody did like all their dogs and dog. It's funny to see what people do. Oh, yeah. It's got to be so flattering, it. really. So and then hopefully the the new album. Somebody's telling me they're like, yeah, when your new album comes out, you got to reach out to TikTok influencers and like give them like a like a track early to see if they'll lip sync like to get hype about it. I was that's like, that's a thing is, now. I that's I was like another person I got to pay is a weird some some cosplayer to, to talk about t- tell my Roomba joke. <laughs> we're <laughs> we're the island boy. We tell Tommy <laughs> Ryman joke. That's going to be the island boys. Yeah. Uh huh. So. But yeah, there's all, everybody has their idea of what you're supposed to do when things come out. So yeah, that, that was one of the tips that I've heard. Absolutely. So uh, let's do this again sooner than four years. Yeah, and try to find the missing one. I feel like, but that that could be. So yeah, I definitely want to be back. Acme sooner than four, do it. 
<laughs> Looking at the Lewis camera. Yeah, Lewis, book me. Let's do this again next month. Yes. Uh, I want to be the monthly head. <laughs> next month? <laughs> You're shooting on that? Yeah, I know. I pushed eh, it. I pushed it too much. Eh, oh, man. Eh. I apologize. 2022. Okay. Yeah, we'll, let's go for that. Thank you again, Tommy. It's always a blast. Thanks, thanks for having me Thank again. You.